playing the fastest game in town? Welcome to the Daily Search Cast, featuring Search Engine Land Editor-in-Chief and Search Marketing Expo Chair, Danny Sullivan, keeping you up to speed and ahead of the game on what's happening in the search marketing arena. Each day, join us for a recap of today's happening in your world. The Daily Search Cast makes sense of industry stories and sharing off-the-cuff remarks about what happened and what may come and what may come. Guest hosts give you a closer look and keep things rolling along with questions. So tune in and keep informed on the latest from Google, Yahoo, Microsoft Live, and other search engines. Join us now for this edition of SearchCast. Here's your host. Welcome to Daily SearchCast. I'm Rand Fishkin. I'm the CEO here at SEO Moz. Today is Thursday. It is uh, September the 24th, right? 23rd, 24th. And here, please welcome Danny Sullivan. Yeah, good to hear from you as well. Congratulations. You're a happily you married man now. And aside from that, you're already expecting. I can't believe it. You didn't waste any time, did you? Uh, what, what am I expecting? Why you're expecting baby car hole. Baby car hole, right. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Geraldine's going to love that. <laughs> Oh, no, really, you've had an exciting couple of weeks. I mean, and, you know, aside from, from the nuptials, now you're, you've got this super secret stealth thing that's all getting together, and you've got the beta testing that's going on. Tell people real quickly what you want to tell them so they can know. And you're going to get debut it all at SMX East. Because you've been doing dated. the beta test, right? Uh, the beta test starts tomorrow, that's right. Cool. I think... Um, yeah, let me just make a quick recommendation. Uh, I would say don't don't put product launches and marriages close together. I would I would advise maybe keeping those two a little, keeping some time distance between the two. Well, that's good to know. I mean, a lot of people, you know, ha- that that comes up a lot for them. Actually, I think it has come up for a lot for a lot of people. <laughs> I just yeah, I was, I was pretty I stressed out after my wedding. Well, we will uh, we will see how it comes. I hope it all comes along. And you know, the good news is you'll get the launch out there, and then you will, uh, you know, the, you, you're married too, and so you know, the stress will all be done. You'll be good. That's right. I'm bringing my wife with me to my wife. Wow, I think that's the Excellent. first time I said that to SMI. Wow, we'll put, we'll put that into a clip, and then you'll have, be able to have it. Excellent. <laughs> well. <laughs> See, and it's recorded. Isn't that the beauty of uh, live things for all posterity? So, uh, yeah, there's been uh, there's been a little bit of news since uh, the last time we uh, did the show a week ago uh, here on the Daily Weekly Searchcast or the Weekly Daily Searchcast. I can't remember which one it is. <laughs> Oregon's Portugal or Idaho's Mexico, one of those things. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Google, I'm as so you know, proud of you. Um, been watching the Colbert Report. That's great. Oh, every night. Every night, a little bit of Daily Show, a little bit of Colbert Show, because I can get them both, and it's just uh, it's how in in the evening, it's it's great. It was really last night was especially good. The whole uh, talking about McCain or whatever. Although apparently, I don't want to go off too much banter, but apparently Letterman had the best sort of comeback about McCain. <laughs> I watched that on YouTube. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> For those who didn't see it, McCain, because he had to suspend his campaign, couldn't um, make it to Letterman's show, and he called Letterman and said, I can't make it, I'm just so busy dashing up to Washington, and then Letterman's watching him live on a feed, getting ready to do an interview with Katie Couric. <laughs> That's got to be frustrating. Uh, anyway. 
But uh, somebody else who's concerned about Washington and other places would be Google. Um, you know, they're embarking upon their campaign to take over Yahoo in all but name. <laughs> That's a bit mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. By the way, I, sh- I should mention Letterman McCain is the the number forty on the hot trends on Google today. Oh, is it? So, well, I was yeah, interesting. I'll talk about. That. There was a really cool tool that I came across, so I'll get to it later on the show talking about some of the trends. But um, so yeah, so Google, you know, we're days away from from Yahoo carrying Google's ads, and more and more people are saying, well, we don't know if that should be allowed, and Google's still like, well, you know. It's, doesn't really matter because it's not violating any laws and it's a voluntary time. We let the, the antitrust people take a look anyway, but we can still do it. And they're still planning on doing it. But the noise is getting a bit louder. So they've launched uh, a new informational site called, uh, I love it, yahoogooglefacts.com. And when you go to this page, uh, they have facts that are out there where they're saying things like, no, we're not setting ad prices and Yahoo's going to earn off more off of this deal with us. And Yahoo will be able to be more competitive rather than less. So it's all all good stuff. Um, <laughs> that's what it, that's the tagline. Yahoo, Google. It's all good. <laughs> no need to worry. Uh, they've got quotes from various people. What they're saying about it. Um, I got quoted. So that's pretty cool. Um, most of the people quoted. You know, the quotes are all like, and this is why it should go ahead. Uh, they didn't have any quotes like, you know, Google should burn in hell for doing this sort of thing. <laughs> uh, they don't have any of that stuff. What the deal means for advertisers, terms of the deal. Uh, they have um, why, you know, this voluntary delay. They especially are touting this article that ran by Randall Strauss uh, in the New York Times last weekend that was saying uh, there's nothing to fear from Google but Google itself. No, that wasn't the way it went. Uh, there's nothing to fear about this thing. Uh, and then there were, there were some people who were poking at him saying, well, you know, you're writing this book about Google, so you have some ulterior motives. But I didn't think that was an issue. I just thought he wrote, was writing a book, so maybe he knows some stuff about it. Uh, so they went along. What I, they had... Um, this slide in the middle of it, a slideshow that you can go through, you go through the slideshows, and one of the examples that they use as to why, you know, this is a good thing for everybody is they show how if you do a search for Red Roses, Birmingham, Alabama, uh, on Google, you get all these ads. And on Yahoo, you, you don't you don't get the ads. <laughs> and I this slide I'd seen before, two weeks ago, I was at this Yahoo press day, and, and this was Hillary Schneider, who was one of the executive vice presidents, was there, like, saying, hey, this is a really good thing, because, look, check it out, when you do these searches, you don't get this stuff or whatever. So uh, I saw that, and I thought, well, that's interesting, because I'm surprised that Yahoo doesn't have more. I mean, by default, you know, Google puts on broad match, and Yahoo puts on their advanced match, which is supposed to be broad match. So I'm like, does Yahoo really not have these people? So I... I spent um, some time looking at that search and doing some searches or whatever, and I discovered that of the 10 people that Google was listing for Red Roses, Birmingham, Alabama, um, the 10 different advertisers, nine of them were also advertising on Yahoo. So it's not like Yahoo uh, didn't have those advertisers. They just weren't showing. And then they weren't showing. And then it turned out that like four of them were running the exact same ad copy on Google and on Yahoo. But this particular search was not triggering their ads. So then I'm like going through, I'm like, well, what, what's the deal with Yahoo's advanced match? I mean, what, it, what's not happening with it? And so I discovered, like, I, I made an ad. This is really exciting for me. I made an ad. Um, oh, and I love, I love the editorial process of Google and Yahoo meant that I could make the ad targeted to the word roses for somebody else's copy to my, like, consulting website, and it totally went live, which was cool because I was testing and I wanted to make sure it happened. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> got the ad going right away. So I, I, I made an ad, and for roses was the only word I targeted. And I let it go to broad match, right? 
So roses, just whatever you should match. And, and on a broad match, I would expect that if you do a search for roses, you should match yeah. red roses, Birmingham, Alabama. And on Google, no problem. Boom, I was right there. On Yahoo, I matched like roses, rose, and uh, what else did I match? Like a couple other words, right? But I wasn't it was much more narrow. Roses, yeah, it was like going anywhere, and you had to like really go through and have, you could do this other option where if you didn't go with advanced match, it would suggest other terms to go there. I, honestly, I was appalled. I mean, I was appalled that here we have Panama, we had all this stuff, it's over a year old, supposed to be doing all these things. Like, that's your broad matching? I mean, how hard is it to write a thing that says, uh, for a broad match, word, star dot star, right? <laughs> I, I mean, would, how hard is that? In any time I use, you see a query with that word for broad match, make the thing show up. So, so I mean, not doing maybe that. it's Yahoo right. trying to be friendly to their advertisers because they figure that roses isn't relevant to red roses, but it, it also seems yeah. unfriendly to the advertiser. Well, and I thought, I thought, well, perhaps they are, right? So I did actually give yeah. them some kudos because you can go and start targeting people um, too broadly and going too yeah. much. So I thought, well, maybe, but then, you know what? You don't actually hear that many advertisers complain about Google's broad matching, right? They're not. Well, I know, I mean, with Google, a lot of the, you know, more advanced PPC stuff is all about, like, negative keywords and all that kind of stuff. So I think they right. leave a lot of that in the user's hands as opposed to Yahoo, who's trying to do it more for you. Right. So, yeah. you know, anyway, they, I don't know. Um, maybe there was more that could have been done. Um, you know, maybe there's, you know, there, there, there is that, that element of maybe Yahoo did some, some things, but I was sort of like, I don't know. I don't kind of get. Yeah, I I kind of came away from this thinking, you know, Yahoo's supposed to be buying some time to improve things, and I thought they just needed to improve things like to increase their monetization. I didn't realize they like had to improve things like just to get the basics of broad matching down. That's just scary to me. And then of course, as part of this whole thing, that article from the New York Times that got kicked off, where the guy was like saying, uh, "There's nothing to fear. This is an auction. Nobody sets prices." And then uh, Michael Arrington and some other people started having like a little blog war going on uh, on Sunday, and so I like got into a little bit in my article here also. As always, DailySearchCast.com. You can find today's episode and you get all the URLs to this. But I, you know, I went back to the idea that if you know Google, of course, does set prices and they're not running an auction, and I started trotting out the metaphors of like you know the unshaven guy who wants to spend eight million dollars on a painting and and this old lady with a pearl necklaces and poodles, she only wants to spend $6 million, and they, they give it to her because they don't like the looks of the unshaven guy. And it's, not, yep. like, it's not an auction. So, you know, they Google <laughs> sets quality score. They do all these things to try to decide on how good you are, how bad you are. But um, then I also just got into the old stuff I've talked about on the show before where I'm like, you know, if this is a concern that, you ought, micro, that Google shouldn't have 90% of the market, is it just because they do a deal with Yahoo? And what if Yahoo does things on their own? You know, or what if Yahoo just keeps? Does does it automatically mean that anytime Google's ninety percent, no matter how it happens, something has to happen? You know, what do you do? Like, say, oh, I'm sorry, so wait a minute. This you... deal just backfills Yahoo, right? I mean, Yahoo still keeps right. it's not replacing all Yahoo. their own ads. They just backfill with with Google when they're missing ads. Right. So exactly. I, I mean, yeah, it doesn't increase them. It doesn't increase Google's share by the same percentage as what Yahoo's search share is. I mean, they're still going to be. Of, of the of the search ad market, right? They're getting a much smaller chunk than all of Yahoo. Right. So it's not, um, you know, it's it's not exactly the way that people are painting it. 
Anyway, I, you know, I've got a piece that I've been working on, and as part of it, I, I was up at Google like two weeks ago, and I, uh, I had a chance to talk to Sergey Brin like really briefly. But I was saying, you know, should you guys have just said no to this whole thing and, and kind of, you know, you, you you dived in, you did this whole Yahoo thing, and you now everybody's like looking at you, and they're getting more and more paranoid, and you know, maybe you should have just left them to Microsoft or left them to their own their own thing. <laughs> you know, I, I thought he had a good response. He came back, and you know, he said, well. You know, if I had a restaurant, I'm not supposed to let people come in, you know, pick and choose. And, you know, he was like joking. He said, well, you know, right now anybody can sign up for our ads. They can, they can, uh, you know, we could have had Yahoo just fill out the form on the website, but that seemed kind of rude. <laughs> I thought I might just call Jerry because, you know, we'd been hanging out or whatever. So, um, anyway, well, I, if this ain't over, I'm sure we're going to see more and more people yelling about it or whatever. But, uh, we're waiting to see when the ads actually show up. Google still hasn't said exactly when, just early October. Yeah. So we'll hang in there and see what comes up. Well, I'll be, I'll be interested to see how it benefits Yahoo's bottom line. I think that'll be. Yeah. I think a lot of people are looking at that. <coughs> Excuse me, as will Yahoo's um, um, many investors. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's uh, let's oh uh, let's do a little more business stuff. And then, uh, so Yahoo apparently is in talks with AOL now. Uh, they're resuming that maybe those two could merge mm-hmm. together. I forgot about AOL, to be honest. I, when I saw that, I thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. AOL might be able to save Yahoo. There might be some, some hope there, maybe. Uh, so we'll... What's, we'll, their, what's we'll, their share now? Well, AOL Lower than half, share on. They don't have much... Well, no, they kind of go neck and neck. They're about 4.5 against each other. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, and then... Um, so that might be happening. Then there was a rumor that uh, Yahoo might sell um, Yahoo Answers because, yeah. I don't know, uh, maybe they might that. do that. And then Yahoo did this weird thing where they're promoting this Start Wearing Purple site. And it's, it's totally, really, completely weird. You go to it and you don't really understand what it is. They apparently gave people these Purple Beach Cruisers. Um, I'm sure... But if I had been included in the initial group of people that were given the beach cruisers with automatic photos that take pictures with GPS, um, that I could have actually ridden down here on the peninsula where everybody rides beach cruisers, I'd probably have been more um, excited about this. But now I'm just like, so. <laughs> so let me get this straight. You are lobbying Yahoo to give you a beach cruiser. I'm just saying I probably would have understood the purpose of this and been more excited about it if I was right. And by extension, you're lobbying all future companies who might do search-related to promotions to make sure that whatever vehicles they use should be sent your way as well. Hey, if one of those Google um, Street View cars pulls up and I get to drive it, uh, you know, maybe I'll be a little more favorable, as I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God we don't have biased journalism in this country. And if, you know... And if there's a big pile of gold on the seat, yeah, we can take care of some things. <laughs> Seriously, I don't. People get, don't. Many don't people get, don't know you used to report for Pablo Escobar. Yeah, no, you totally. <laughs> He's going in the. I just bought like one of those things that goes on top of the car to, to hold, you know, camping gear, uh-huh. so I can just shove people up there or misbehaving <laughs> children, one or the other. Trying to drive into the garage. Am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Stop! How <laughs> Colombian of you. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so it's, I don't know, they're doing one thing where they're giving people bikes, and you can, like, follow the bikes on the Atlantic side of North America, because that's, I guess, the best side. Oh, right, here's some bikes on the Pacific U.S. Uh, I'm clicking on it. You can see where it goes. That's one part of this thing. It's just the problem is you go to the site, it's all in flash. 
all in flash. You don't kind of know where to start. You don't know where the beginning is. You don't know what the purpose of it is. I guess it's to generate some buzz. Okay. Well, Yahoo's done some strange buzz building in the past. Hell, Google's yeah. done some really strange oh. buzz building. Here's the bicycle is right now being ridden in La Jolla. Oh, Gina. Yeah, see, they gave Gina from Lifehacker a bike, right? Gina Trapiani. So she's down there riding around La Jolla, cruising on a little bike. I don't got a bike. That's all I'm saying. All right, but enough because now I'm going into to danger banter zone and people will just be like, oh, they just talk about stuff and they don't really care. We don't get to news. So we have to leave that behind and get back to the serious news. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm trying to stamp all personality out of the show in my life. All right. So. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> Give it time. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Yahoo uh, has debuted APT, which is like ADD for people who don't remember that they used to have AMP or Apex. Oh my God! Come on, Yahoo! We're trying for you. This is so Yahoo's got been trying to do this, you know, unified display ad marketing system. You know, call it AdSense for display ads. And they bought all these different things. They've been putting them all together, letting everybody kind of exchange or 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 buy or sell across the internet. That's their big thing. That's the stuff that's supposed to put them apart from you know Google and Microsoft or whatever. And originally it was called uh, Apex, and then they called it AMP, but now they call it. Um, APT. And the acronym or, uh, stands for nothing. Does it stand for nothing? Called APT, the acronym doesn't stand for anything, according to Yahoo Vice President of Product Management, John Slade. What? Uh, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Unifying APT, the unified digital advertising platform built for today. Oh, maybe they should just call it APT. Why don't you just call it APT? <laughs> I'm going to do a quick search for APT on Google. Yeah, you can't get. find it. No. Oh, yeah, you can't no. even find it with Yahoo APT. Looking for local results for apt? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving you an apartment near, well, for me, it's Washington, yeah. D.C. I don't know why that is. Oh. Are you in Washington, D.C.? I was just there. No, I am in Seattle, Washington. They're very Oh, well, you know, <laughs> Washington, Washington. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 601 half dozen the other. <laughs> stop your complaining. All right, so uh, let's. Uh, oh, I know. Let's take a break, and we come back. We'll talk about um, the iPhone killer and, and some other stuff. Uh, we can, when you, you're here. You got like you know another 45 minutes, right? You're okay. You know that we do like an hour now or something. Oh well, technically, you know, I have a meeting, but I suppose we can do you slide a little. All right. Yeah. Well, let's take a break, and maybe we'll make a show. Okay. All right. There we go. Okay, bye. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Searchcast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Searchcast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Yeah, it was funny, like, because I have this, you know, coming to uh, America and 
you know, uh, equipment and everything and stuff that I didn't have in Britain. So I've got, like, digital phone because there's enough broadband out here that you can actually have your phones go through, the, you know, the, the cable or whatever. So um, it was great because today I needed to call, um, you know, I needed to call Time Warner to ask them why they wanted to bill me for something I didn't get. And then I was, like, calling them up and I was saying, so I can't really hear you that well right now because the digital phone service that I get for you isn't working very well. And they said, oh, is that what you're calling about? And I'm like, no, I'm just calling about the bill you sent to me. Oh, okay. So I appreciated their <laughs> lack of concern about the fact they couldn't hear me. <laughs> awesome. But you know what? If I'd called them up on my new Google Android phone, I'd have been really lucky because you can't buy it. Wait, wait, wait. It's out? No. Yeah, it came out. um, It's not out to buy. It's launching on October 22nd. Right. And uh, so $35 unlimited mobile messaging, $25 for data with some text messaging. Uh, and then you probably have to have a voice plan on top of that, I'm sure. We'll see. I mean, if it's only $35 a month, I'll get one anyway. Uh, you can buy it for 179 Remember, the iPhone's costing you an extra 20 bucks. Uh, it's got a keyboard. It's basically the iPhone with a keyboard and unproven, untested usability. Uh, we're, we're waiting to see people, you know, I think Walt Mossberg said it looked pretty cool. They've got a whole, like, developer little application store type of thing like Apple has, so we'll, we'll see what happens. That Right now, Microsoft is going... Why didn't we do an application store for all our Windows Mobile devices? What were we thinking? I love everybody's like saying, and it's so open, anybody can develop. You can always develop stuff for Windows Mobile. It's just you can never find the decent things. But you know that as well as I do because you still run a Windows Mobile, right? Well, and this is over to the it's so strange because Microsoft had so much success, has so much success with this in 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 other divisions, right? Like Xbox, yeah. You know, live it, with you know, with their developer platform, they they kill. I mean, they just do amazing, and yet they can't seem to apply that same philosophy. Mm. Yeah, well, you know what? All products are not the same. Yeah. But anyway, this this is going to be interesting. We're going to see what happens. I think the hard thing is going to be that a lot of the people who wanted to go this way have gone for the iPhone, and it's going to be kind yeah. of hard to pull them. I mean, I'd like to have cut and paste on the iPhone. That'd be nice. And I probably would be very tempted to get one just because I kind of need to see like how Google's thing. It has some ties into Google. Um, you know, apparently one of the things is if you want to synchronize stuff, you have to have like a Google account and that you can't, like it doesn't sound like it's going to sync with Outlook, which kudos to Apple. I can totally do that on my iPhone. So we'll, we'll see just how much, you know, if you want to make use of some of the stuff, you really got to be like all Google-icious with it. Uh, but, you know, let's just throw this out. Like, so here's Matt Cutts, got an iPhone, got an iPhone 3G. He's like an iPhone believer. Mm-hmm. Which way are you going to go, Matt? Gonna, gonna, <laughs> well, you know, Matt's going to buy them both, isn't he? But which one's he actually going to use more? Will he feel the loyalty to the to the Google Android phone? Or will he be like, yeah, my iPhone? Now, wait, I, mean, I can see so that. With the Google Android right. phone, it's T-Mobile backing it, right? Right. So the G1... I mean, it's the G1 from because you know you can't have a decent phone without a letter and a number put together. Is it going to yeah. be? Is it going to be exclusive? It's going to be exclusive to T-Mobile for a while. Like uh, well, no, because anybody can put out Android, right? Anybody can so Google. Anybody can put out an Android phone. T-Mobile is just the first one to kind of kind of step it all up and, and do it. So that I mean, I think that might be more interesting, right? And so over time, you might see that Google Android phones become very inexpensive on you know, multiple sure. networks and that kind of thing. And that that could be something where you see sort of your, maybe your tech elite who have three or $500 or whatever to blow on an iPhone do that, but you get a lot more people kind of browsing the web on mobile through Android who have, thanks to yeah. a lovely financial crisis, you know, 50 bucks to spend on their phone. 
yeah, well, that's all right, because, you know, it's not like they need a house to live in or anything. <laughs> be okay. I hear no, they're going to be fine. cheap. This is, no, according according are, to the news. Our, our fundamentals are fine. <laughs> <laughs> who, who told you that? I saw it on The Daily Show or something like that. <laughs> all right, uh, some more things. Uh, oh, oh, and somebody's got some money here. Okay. So, uh, by the way, uh, you know, if you're using an iPhone or one of the other phones, sometimes do this where you can, like, they automatically zoom where you're at. Like, I was actually, I was in Washington, D.C., right? And I had to go places in cabs where they don't apparently know where they're driving. Like, you get in the family, I need to go here. And the guy's like, yeah, where is that? I'm like, I don't know where it's at. I'm in a cab. Clearly, I'm not from Washington, D.C. Why would I know how to get to the place? I'm, that's what I'm depending on you as the cab driver to do. So I'm like having to launch my, my phone, launch up Google Maps, find the address I want to go to. And I'm literally, and it shows you as you're driving because it's talking to the cell towers and figuring out where you're at or whatever. I can see myself moving and I'm like, yes, I think that is the exit you want to take. And he, the guy was like, uh, he's going to turn right. And I think, I think you want to go left over the freeway. Are you sure? I'm like, Am I sure? You don't even know where you're going. You, 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 it's self-evident you don't know what you're doing, and now you want to question the, like, now you want to jump in at the last minute to tell me, the guy who's been telling you where to go, now I want to go? Anyway. So anyway, Chris Silversmith did this really, really nice article for us in our Locals Only column at Search Engine Land, um, talking about cell tower triangulation and how they try to figure out where you're at and how they look at all the different phones and then they can like figure out uh, the overlap, who's got what kind of signal and try to pick it up and why sometimes they don't really know and they put you like out in the water. And how, uh, like in Google Maps, um, that sometimes it doesn't seem to work because they're really depending more on one cell tower than maybe three of them. So I thought it was kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds good. I, I have I have to say that I've not gotten my uh my GPS to triangulate my location properly most of the time on my uh, what, what what's your network? What have I got here? I'm on AT and T. Oh yeah. Um, but hey, I don't have the iPhone. the iPhone. I've got the I've got the HTC tilt. Just get the iPhone because everybody else did. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll you switch get over it. at some point. Um Yeah, you'll get there. So I mean I so, think Okay. The whole phone thing, in my mind, is is all geared towards you know all the thing that Google's spending the most energy on, which is just getting more people searching and using the web more often. Right? That seems that seems pretty smart. Yeah, and searching and using the web, you know, in in devices that they hope that they're you know going to be able to be like on the desktop for or included for or the the hook in for that sort of thing. I must say, I've been in the cab situation a bunch of times too, and. I have to tell you, I, I don't remember getting particularly snippy about it. <laughs> I just, oh, yeah, taxi you know cab why? doesn't know where to go. It's, I'll just pull it up on my browser. You, you don't get snippy about it because that's what you expect to have happen as normal. Most of yeah. my cab rides happened in London, where all the cab drivers have the entire city of London memorized in their head, so that when you, because they couldn't be cab drivers, that's one of the requirements, right? They call it the knowledge. You don't get to be a black cab driver unless you can literally go to any place in London without even having to look at a map. And so when I get into a cab and I say where I want to go, they go, and they know exactly where to get there. And once you've had that, uh, you just have no tolerance for anything. You know, New York is like that, too, but most other areas of the country not going to be that way. Uh, well, I'm, I'll get used to it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Google has launched this thing called Google uh, Moderator. Uh, it's oh, it's yeah, something that... they use internally to let people ask questions within Google and what they want to talk about, and now they're letting people go through and create their own series 
and people can say ask questions about what they want to have uh, act of people and you can vote on the questions that are out there right now for example one of the featured things are ask a uh, Google engineer uh, and there are a hundred, over a thousand people who submitted 280 questions that cast 10,000 votes um, I guess I should just go ahead and sign in I don't really want to but I have to sign in but we should ask them something I mean let's stir it up and we'll get all the uh, searchcast listeners to vote on it. And what's my location? Newport Beach, CA. Okay, let me just do this here. So now I'm in there. Now I can view questions currently in the lead. How much wood would a woodchuck chop with a woodchuck chop chop wood? A good question? No. I'm getting rid of that. No. So we don't use an IBM. So you can go through here. It's currently in the lead. Does Google hire off-site programmer to do programming for them? And then I guess you vote. People can vote, and then eventually somebody will answer these questions. So, I don't know. It's wait a minute, like wait a minute. You, you vote on it, and then eventually who answers? Well, I guess whoever started the whole thing looks at all the questions, and then they do the answers. That that whole thing's kind of unclear to me. So, yeah, that seems I don't know. Matt bizarre. likes it. Matt's very excited about it. Matt Cut says it's really good. Let's see if he says how you answer it. Um, here's a fun link for you. What does it do? You can, anybody ask a question, then people can vote on the questions they'd like to have answered. Uh, my team uses it. It's great for priorities, which questions are most important. Actually, uh, maybe you don't get to actually answer through it, which seems kind of a, 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 a lack. So it's uh, more like a – it's not really a device to get answers. It's a device to coordinate questions. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. I, could, I could use something like this actually for like SMX. You know, I could we, – we let people submit questions. So we could use Google Moderator, and then people could vote. And we, could, we could do that. That's kind of neat. So if you want to know the top questions, you can you can pick it up with it from there. Uh, so anyway, we'll see. So that's been rolled out. Uh, go, uh, oh, Microsoft, our friends over at Microsoft, have rolled out a, uh, a new release of Live Search Maps. They're going to improve all the community contributions over there to make it easier to find stuff. Like if you make your own map, they make it show up automatically very quickly. Uh, landmark hints that will be coming there. They're going to be doing... Uh, Improved detail pages, moved to inline layout, and scorecard reviews. So that sounds didn't, interesting. Didn't uh, Live drop their maps recently? No, no, no. no, no ask. Oh, ask dropped okay. their maps. Yeah, it's easy to get them confused because you, you know, you don't really remember the Live brand, so <laughs> you don't remember which company is kind of behind it because you know. You I, Jeremiah is listening right now. He's going to be crying. Oh, he knows the truth. He, he knows the truth. He knows it, but he's. I think he hurt his hand really bad. It's really sad. He, oh. He, he, was tw- he was twittering something like he woke up this morning and his hand was incredibly swollen. And first I read it wrong, and I didn't want to comment on it. But then I, then I saw another Twitter where he said, he, I think he heard it playing hockey or something like that. And he thought he broke it, but then he didn't break it. So we're, we're probably well, at, least, at least he didn't hurt it at his gun range. That's good. Hey, gun range is fine. Uh, I mean, BB guns, right? I, I, I personally, I'm scared of guns, but Jeremiah keeps trying to convince me that I should go with him. Oh, you should go. I've, I've got BB rifles. I, I bought them shooting cans and stuff like that. I think I'm scared of those, too. Just it generally frightened by projectile weapons. <laughs> and then, I, then they have these other... BBs have evolved, so now that people don't use paint guns, <laughs> they shoot these like plastic pellets. And I was in a sporting goods shop, and I said, well, that's interesting. So I bought one of these like little pistols. <laughs> I thought this will be fun. I'll shoot the kids with it. So I'm like, I'm like shooting them. I'm like, does that hurt? Ow! 
Uh, note to self, don't take parenting advice from Danny Sullivan. That's uh, all right. It's fun. <laughs> don't shoot me. Anyway. Uh, as long as it's not a potato so, gun. Those things really hurt. No potato guns. No potato guns here. Right. Um, Google Maps, they have brought their planning system over to the New York metro area. That's right. If you're using the MTA, I throw that out there like I ever use it. Um, you know, if you're trying to use the subway, you can now do this planning. Uh, Barry Schwartz apparently uses the subway in New York a lot, and just like going, I, I can't appreciate this information as much. Or I can't express how much he appreciates it. He, he just loves it. He, he thought it was the best thing. Oh, that's awesome. I actually use the subway whenever I'm in New York, so I'll give that a try when I'm there next, what is it, two weeks? Oh, you should totally do it. And they, yeah. I was at Google, and they were telling me all about it. And it was funny because the guy who's in charge of Google Transit was all like, "Yeah, you should totally. Everybody should be using public transportation." And we've got so much stuff there; it's getting even better. And I'm like, "You're not for Southern California, are you?" <laughs> and he's like, "No." He was so funny. He's like, "No, no, you got public transportation. Though. You could totally use it." And I was like, "Yeah, like, um, we don't take public transportation to from where I live to to LAX." And I said, it would take me like three hours. I didn't even know, which is guessing. He goes, well, let me check it out, right? Because he's prepared to dazzle me with how short a time it would take and how convenient it would be. And it was like 20 changes. It was like two hours and 55 minutes. I totally nailed it. Wow. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting. But it was nice. We talked about the idea. I was like saying, what you really need to do is give me a carpool lane planner so I can know I can go from carpool lane to carpool lane and, and then make my jumps. And, you know, make did, my you see this, did you see this new innovation from Audi where they're going to have, they're going to put the, thing, the device in the car that tells you when the light is about to change to red or to green or that oh. kind of thing so you know how many seconds before the light changes. So as you're approaching traffic lights, they'll be like, you know, you've got four seconds until it turns red so you'll know not to accelerate. And supposedly this is going to save you a lot of gas. Um, yeah. It can be really that, fun. Except that, you know, I mean, the, uh, human beings will see that they have four seconds to get to the traffic light, so they're going to accelerate to it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, there's that, too, I suppose. I mean, well, you know, different areas drive in different ways. In, in I, Seattle, think, I think they're, they're supposed to basically say stop. whether you'll make it or not. Right, like they well, calculate yeah. how much time you have and your and the oh. speed that you're going, and they tell you whether you'll make it or not. I, I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> I can make it. Uh, All right. Hey, uh, you know, you mentioned that whole video thing, and we had a really good column from Sherwood Strani area. I was, I was like reading it. I was like, this is great. He's talking about like ways to check on like video hacks and top video things mm-hmm. that are going on. Um, so he, um, oh my God, we have Matt cuts in the chat room. I wonder if it really is Matt. Oh my God. If that's really you, Matt, live in the chat room, say something that would prove to all the world that only I would know. We'll see if we'll see if he does it. <laughs> what, what test could I say out there to make him prove himself? Let's see. Um, mm, mm. Wait a minute, I got to think here for a second. Oh, oh, oh! I do know what kind of car he drives. Yes, yes, I do that. Um, wait a minute, I got to got some tests. Well, that's enough. You know, it's it's got to be Matt. He's not going to fake it, right? Someone might fake it. Well, that's true. I'm trying to think of something I could ask that would know, but then wouldn't be incriminating. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay. It's Matt. <laughs> Good job, Matt. Anyways, so this video, uh, this video uh, hacks type of thing. <laughs> Poor Matt. Because <laughs> I was at Google. He says, I took you to the airport. Because I was at Google, and then I ended the day. And then we're in this conference room, and we're like having this meeting. He goes, well, what time do you have to leave? And I go, well, i got to go to the airport. He goes, well, I could drive you back. And he's like going, I'm kind of jonesing for a daily search cast, though. And I'm like, well, I'll just do one live as we drive. It'll be all right. Just make it all up. So there we went. <laughs> we, we, but we failed to record it, so what could I do? 
next time that we'll do one live from up there. All right, so this, this video search hacks thing, this is kind of cool. I, I've never seen this before. There's a thing called TimeTube. You go over to it, and you do a keyword search, and it shows you which videos are hot and when they showed up. So, for example, if you do a search for Sarah Palin, or just Palin, as I like to call her, or <laughs> incredibly hot and attractive candidate, it's just terrible. But she's just hot. Wait, what's terrible? That she's hot, you know. Like, I don't really want her to be vice president, but, you know, it's kind of cool. Anyway. <laughs> I, think, I think it's in my, uh, my new employee manual that I'm not supposed to make political comments. On the oh, okay. Board, no, no, it's not a political uh, comment. We were just asking whether or not you think she's hot or not. Uh, no, I, I don't. Well, you know, I, everybody else thinks so. All right, so. Yeah, I thought that look, was hot. Anyway. Uh, you can go through, you do this search, and then you can see that, um, you can see how all these videos, suddenly there's like no videos of her, like back in, you, you can go back in like 2000s, well there's a few ones that are there, like Naughty Alaskan Librarian or whatever, I don't know why that's showing up there, but they're like Michael Palin things. I'm just telling you what it says on the screen. There's all this Michael Palin stuff, and then all of a sudden you've got this explosion on this timeline of uh, uh, Sarah Palin video, because, you know, yeah. she was, was named and all this stuff happened, we were wondering, well, who is she and everything. So that is kind of interesting. And then I like this other thing that they uh, came out with. Um, it's called, uh, and always, dailysearchcast.com, buy today's episode, and uh, you get links to all this. It's called Viral Video Chart. And you go over here, and it shows you, it's pulling off of um, different places, what are the top viral videos. So David Letterman's there, and you can, you can watch it. The Sarah Palin CBS interview is number two. Project 10 to the 100 is the, that had 200,000 views. So it's a really nice way to go through and see what, what's going on. I suppose you can do this in other places, like just at YouTube itself, but I, I kind of liked it. Oh, I, I see seen it. It's cool. Yeah. Someone should do that so, for the whole uh, blog this year. That'd be spiffy, too. What's that? Someone should do that for the whole blogosphere. Oh, you can kind of see you know, stuff that got popular and when it got popular and all that kind of thing. Be oh, yeah. We should have a tool like that. You should yeah. write something like that. All right, let's leave that alone. Uh, Dig, by the way, apparently unaffected by the um, by the lack of credit, received credit, twenty eight point seven million dollars in funding. <laughs> I love the post. So did, like, did I? Hey, we got more money. Right We're going to expand and be good. So sorry. Say over. <laughs> no, I, did I hear right that their VCs are angry at them because they spent the money on beer or something? Well, I mean, that's a lot of money to spend on beer. <laughs> I know, they're going to improve their infrastructure, expand internationally, hire more staff, personalize the dig experience, and enhance the recommendation system, and, and more stuff. I thought uh, it was a, a lot of it's internationalization, right? I guess so. They didn't, it was like a short post that said, hey, we got some money, we're going to party, and, and improve things. <laughs> that, literally, that was, that was what they were going to do. So, well, it's nice, I mean, when you, have a, you know, when you have a valuation of, what are they at, like two or three hundred million? What's that? And, you know, you can raise, you can raise thirty well, they million. Were like, they were like six hundred million, and then the rumor was that um, Google was going to buy them, and then the rumor was Google looked at them and said, "We're not going to buy you." And then the rumor was yeah. that um, Kevin Rose was taking money out to go buy something else, and uh, you know, rumors, rumors. But yeah, so it's a good position hey. to be in when you're getting cash and your valuation is that high because you can take a yeah. lot of money without giving up much. Yeah, and, and, you know, if they sent over a car with a lot of dig stocks in it, uh, I'd uh -huh. like them even more. 
Oh. <laughs> it's all about vehicle gifts with Danny. Oh. Oh, hey, by the way, I was checking out Vespas because, you know, I never got to ride your scooter. So there's uh-huh. a Vespa dealer down here. So I went in, and I was like, oh, I've always wanted a Vespa. So I'm like, yeah, how bad can a Vespa be, right? A little tiny little thing. They are really expensive. Yeah, they are very expensive. Yeah, so it's really expensive. Check out, check out the, check out the uh, uh, Buddy. All right, I'll do like it. Original then I don't, I don't want to ride, you know, like, uh, I don't know. I don't need one anyway. I just ride my beach. <laughs> that I bought myself, by the way, not the purple beach cruiser that Gina Tribbiani is running around on because Yahoo uh-huh. loves her so much, and I didn't right. even get considered to have a beach cruiser, which I ride every day. Anyway, uh, Google announced the Google Book Search API, which allows you to embed book previews on your site, which I thought they already let you do. So I'm a bit confused about that, but then everybody got very, very excited about it. Uh, book search results on your site, which I kind of thought you could do it as well, but maybe you could do it in a more programmatic inter- interface or whatever. Uh, you can mm-hmm. locate book information, send Google generated, user-generated content, link your users to Google book search. So they're doing a lot more with books. Books mm-hmm. are good things. And, uh, oh, oh, oh. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back... We'll talk about Google's freaky, weird, don't do dynamic URL thing. Oh, God. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Go ahead. We'll come back. Stay tuned for more of the Daily Search Cast after this quick timeout. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Search Cast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart. had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Now, back to the Daily Search Cast, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hey, everyone. It's Rand Fishkin, and I'm here with Danny Sullivan. So, Google did this blog post where they said, hey, you know, there's dynamic URLs and there's static URLs, and then sometimes webmasters are trying to change things that are dynamic. And for those who don't know dynamic URL, I used to always say, uh, when you see like a lot of question marks and ampersands, that's usually a sign your, di- your URL is being served up dynamically, and you've got all these parameter things in it that like, tell the search engine, tell the, the server stuff to put in there or that you use it for tracking. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they're like, a lot of people used to try to, to, to make these things look static, and, um, but sometimes we, we come into problems, and when they do that and they don't do the rewriting correctly, and we're a lot better at figuring this stuff out anyway, so uh, we don't think you should have to do that anymore. Uh, and everyone nuts! And, you know, kind of justifiably well, so. Well, that's not exactly what they said, right? I mean, we'll summarize it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so, I mean, they did, they did say those things, but then they also said that, you know, this should kind of, here, I'm going to find the exact quote. But they, they basically said that the, the new, you should consider not rewriting to be the best practice, right? To be the right. optimal system. Right. And I think that's, that's where people got upset and where people had. Um, so this is, this is the sentence that I think a lot of people took issue with, which is providing search engines with dynamic URLs should be favored over hiding parameters to make them look static. Right. 
And, I thought I said yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, but I agree to with my you. mind, I, uh, it's it's absolute lunacy. I mean, I'll give you I'll give you a really good example, right? So you know, SEO Moz, we had our our website, and it used to be that you, whenever you get to a uh, a page on our blog, right, a, a link on our blog, it used to be blogdetail.php question mark id equals you know one seven one four, and I so we made that. those static, and we hid the parameter and filled it good. instead, so that now it says you know seomoz.org slash blog slash dynamic URLs versus static URLs, the best practice for SEO is still clear, which Good. accomplishes all sorts of great things in, from a usability and portability and, uh, you know, semantic and keyword richness perspective. And so uh, this is what I think all the people in, the, in sort of the, the SEO world got up in arms about is saying, hey, that's not the best practice. You guys are sort of lying misleading. And that's, I think that's, that can be frustrating for folks. Right. So well, I mean, you know, lots of people, and then lots of people because we've 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 had that. We've had other people doing. You know, we've 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 used this sort of. Oh wait, I'm, it's not allowing allow pop-ups for WebmasterRadio.fm. So we've had people doing the standard rewriting for ages. It's been actually, I think, the best practices that have been out there in the SEO space to do that yeah. sort of thing. We've even had the search engines in the past say it. Um, and yeah. so yeah, it's. You know, it, 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 a lot of people did take it like, oh, and then there was a concern that people not only were taking it like, well, do I have to start turning stuff off that was working already? You know, right. and is that something I've got to change with? Um, and I mean, the frustrating part you know, about this I, you know, I know that like Yahoo only contributes like you know, two people to your websites per day. <laughs> I know that nobody's searching at Yahoo and Microsoft, but just because Google's all like got it all down right, you know, perfect or is much better on the dynamic crawling, the other ones aren't necessarily able to do it. Although, well, you know, and that's not even somewhere. that's not even the primary reason that that this is bad advice. I mean, the, the primary reason this is bad advice is because it's not it's not optimal, right? This is not the best way you can do it. The best way you can do it is to do the rewriting, create friendly URLs that include good keywords. And do it right. I mean, by saying like, "Well, you could mess it up, so don't do it at all." Right. That's that's imbecilic. I mean, <laughs> I, well, now, I, I'm trying now Matt to compare got in that. There and he they had some discussion over at Spin, and Matt got in and he was saying, "Look, you know, I've I've got his thing up. I'm going to summarize it though, and I'll go back and look again." But you know, I think he was basically saying, "Look, if you if you're doing right, however you're doing it, that's fine." Yeah, um, but we're trying to get closer to where you don't necessarily have to to change stuff up for us. And I think that's so. terrific, right? And if that were the message, I don't think anyone would have complained. Yeah. If they had said, "Hey, we're doing a lot better job," so if you don't feel like you want to rewrite static URLs into dynamic ones, you don't have to because we're we're right. handling these pretty well. That would have been a great message to send. But when you send the message of, you know, this is now favored right. over this, then you get a lot of confusion. Well, I, you know, I think we just issue a do-over. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a good idea. We'll, we'll clear the state slate, and, and in a week we can have a fresh blog post. Well, and that I, says, I mean, that says you know, look from a yeah, I mean, from a perspective of the engines doing a better job and they're 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 doing smart things. You can't really fault them. The the fault here is on the messaging, not on the the intent or right. on what they've accomplished, which is terrific. Well, and in fact, they've done such a good job that you know, I mean, I used to have to maintain a page on how to deal with dynamic URLs. It was one of my most popular pages. Yeah. I was constantly updating with all these workarounds and places to look at. This is what you do with cold fusion, and it was always the question that came up. And I just don't hear that much anymore. And I think that's a combination of it not being so much of an issue and the fact that people have figured out how to do a lot more of the static rewriting as well. So, you know. Anyway. Uh, Google also answered a bunch of SEO questions, and they did a video about that. They've got a uh, 
three-minute video, so it's only three minutes you can watch it, and uh, they're covering things like site links, reconsideration requests, redirects, and communications. So, as always, dailysearchcast.com. Find today's episode, this week's episode, and uh, you can get the answers from there. Oh, so, you know, our SMX East show is coming up, so, like, register <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Cool if you came to the show. That would be nice. And I'm, um, not even, I'm not even pushing it for your sake. I'm pushing it for my sake because we're doing our, well, yeah. our biggest ever launch at, at SMX East. So. Yeah, you've got the whole, as we said at the beginning of the show, be, you've got your big launch that's coming up. You're going to also be on the link panel there. And you've got, uh, we've, tell me about this presidential panel. This, that was well, the most exciting thing I've seen. I mean, that's crazy. I was just about to do that. I did a little blog post about it yesterday. So we had this one panel that we were trying to do that didn't go as well as I was hoping, like we didn't get good pitches or whatever. And meanwhile, the whole presidential th- stuff started kicking up, and we thought, you know, let's try to do a panel about what's going on with the, uh, w- let's let's see what's going on with the whole, you know, presidential campaigns that are going on. And so, uh, yeah, it was cool. We got uh, uh, McCain, uh, Eric Frenchman, who's handling the McCain-Palin campaign, but he didn't suspend it. Uh, oh, breaking <laughs> news, Matt, Matt, Matt's going to co-host next week. All right. Yeah, excellent. Oh, I might be at an Angels game, though. I'll let you know, Matt. <laughs> if I am, we'll... we'll Meaning he'll it. host alone. Well, yeah, they're going to the... They've got the whole playoff thing that's happening, so... Oh, right. I, and I, I bought some tickets for it, so it's kind of cool. But we'll see. You. i got I to wait to find out... Your if team's already winning. What's that? You're back in the States less than a, a, a six months, and your team's already winning. Oh, it's been great, because, like, you know, when I used to live in Orange County, the Angels um, sucked. Like, you, they just didn't do anything. And now, like, you know, apparently they're good. And it's been kind of exciting. We've gone to a number of games, and it, and it kind of rocks. So, uh, yeah, so then the playoff thing, and I got to go buy the tickets, so I bought the tickets. Although, tragically, um, I bought tickets for the wrong days, so and I went back and I managed to buy tickets, but we're not near each other. So <laughs> I might have to, like, have my 7-year-old sitting on his own. I'll wave to him. <laughs> you can trade with somebody, I'm sure. We'll figure it out. Last time I was there, I bought these tickets, and they, they were like, wheelchair tickets <laughs> I go to sit down there's no seat <laughs> I bought them like whatever. So I go to sit down there's that's no, classic there's no seat there's like a seat and then there's two blank holes so that you can bring your own wheelchair and I'm like um, I, I don't I didn't bring my wheelchair not having one uh, anyway uh, it was really cool because um, they the stuff has people right there at the stadium and they sorted it all out and I got seats somewhere else so it was kind of nice <laughs> not better seats but I got seats Alright. Anyway, the presidential thing. So yes, we've got Eric Frenchman from McCain Palin who's gonna talk about what they've been doing. Uh Google and Yahoo are both on board. We just got uh the Romney campaign. No, not Romney campaign, the other one. Uh 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 quick, help Romney? me help me, help me. No, 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 no. Obama? No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're trying to get Obama. Right? Anybody Bye. knows the Obama campaign? Tell them that they need to, you know, be taking part. Right? Okay. How can we have McCain? We're not going to have Obama going to be up there talking? What you afraid of, huh? You know, come on, come on. Uh, no, uh, who did we just get named that's going to be on the panel as well? Ron uh, Paul? Oh, oh, Mitt, yeah, Mitt Romney. He's going to talk about what he did. I mean, he ran a campaign, so we're going to get some experience. You know, what did they maybe not do right? So we're <laughs> you know, the, uh, I'm not, I'm not, well, I'm just going to go with I'm allowed to say this. The, the Giuliani campaign contacted us about doing SEO um, oh. back this was a, way, a ways ago, when, when during the Republican primaries, before things really started heating up. So, I mean, yeah, the campaigns are all getting savvier. I think it's a really interesting discussion yeah. to have. Well, it's going to be fun, so it's going to be uh, cool to see all that happens. Tragically, I've got to do this What is Spam panel. <laughs> Nobody cares about that. <laughs> I, I have some guys who would love to go to that. 
Yeah, well, send them on down. We've got lots of stuff going on the show, so I'm hoping people uh, make it out there. It is coming up fast. Oh, I'm trying to figure out which story I'm about to pop up next. I was going to say, you only have 10 minutes more of my time, because I, I promised my folks I'd do this meeting at 5, and I push it to 5.30, but... Oh, well, okay. Well, that's all right. I have to I gotta go eat dinner <laughs> in 10 minutes. So <laughs> that works out really well. Oh, by the way, I Still haven't eating done early. my post. What's that? Still eating early at British d- time? Well, no. I mean, if, you, if you're a small children, 530 is not really eating early. Oh, I see. I 530 see. is I like, see. if you don't me now, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's, that's true. You'll, you'll figure that out. Um, oh, <laughs> By the way, because I think Lisa Barone's still listening, so we get, we do some quick departures. I don't have a poem for this, but Lisa Barone, uh, heading off from Bruce Clay, uh, has decided that you know she really wanted to be back home on the East Coast in New York, and so has um, taken a new challenge of which she isn't disclosing, but of which everybody knows anyway. So you know she might as well just tell us where she's going. But until she does, I can't really do a poem about it because I don't want to do two posts. But congratulations to Lisa, who has mm-hmm. moved along there, um, and. Kevin Ryan over at, at Search Engine Strategies is no longer like vice president. He's uh, on their advisory council board, uh, and he's still going to be, I guess, the public face and the stuff that's happening over there. But Stuart Cleely, who you know, Stuart, I don't you know. know. Stuart. Well, maybe I've met him. Well, I used to work with Stuart all the time. Anyway, Stuart is okay. um, is a great guy, and he's been in charge of doing a lot of um, you know the the programming, getting people stuff and going or whatever. He's now been elevated to being uh, oh, wow. vice president over there. So he's going to be doing some of the programming, working with Kevin on the SES shows. Interesting. But yeah, it's huh. a change up hitting All right. right there. And Natala Menzies is heading off from Microsoft. And I can't yeah. remember where she's going now. Where's she going? Oh, um, shoot. Wait, wait, wait. I have the name of the company here. Hang on. Ugh. Come on. Come on, come on. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong with me? Come on, um, come on. It was really sweet. She actually she came to our wedding and she was telling us about her new job. Well, when you find it, let, let me know and then um, we'll bring it up there. Um, she's at Natala 007, I think. It's, it's it. called TeachStreet.com. TeachStreet. So she's going to TeachStreet.com. And she's yeah, she's so, going to be the director of product management. So it's cool. So I've got a post. Very exciting. I'll I'll wrap all three of those up with it from there. Uh, speaking of the presidential candidates. Uh, we had a study that was done on paid search campaign for the two presidential uh, campaigns that went on over the past 12 weeks. Uh, let me see here. Oh, let's see the words that they went after. Pick them up here, pulling it up. It's loading, loading. Uh, John McCain was buying John McCain, McCain, Sarah Palin, Sarah Palin biography, Palin, McCain for president, and so on and so on. Cindy McCain Did you see the uh, current there price was some, of the news oil. that actually they had purchased... They started buying the keyword Sarah Palin prior to the announcement, and so if you if you had seen that kind of ahead of time, it, it was a kind of a, a heads up. See, that's untrue. It's untrue. It's untrue. Well, uh, okay, tell me. Because after they announced her, I immediately went through and started doing searches for Sarah Palin, and I couldn't find any ads from the McCain campaign, and I wrote a whole thing saying, oh, that's not very with it. They don't have any ads from the you know, Obama didn't even have Oh, ads. interesting. So this was on, I think it was on Memorandum, which is like the political version of, of Gabe Rivera's tech meme, right? And yeah. basically they had said, you know, they said that uh, people had spotted it and started chatting about it and kind of blogging about it a little bit 
before she was actually announced because they they saw this. So maybe they pulled them down, but I, I don't know. Or maybe they made it up. That's possible. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, like you can believe theory. anything you read on the web. Exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. I did see Wikipedia talk about it, so it's probably true. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you know, I was just reading on Wikipedia on how AdSense was created by Applied Semantics. So that's oh, yeah. like not right. No, who made it? Com- more complicated, but let's let's not go into yeah. it. Let's let's just not go into the, the wiki. No, I was going to say Kiefer's going to be awful upset when I talk. We, we don't have time. Oh, and then Google's launched this in quotes project now that allows you to compare yep. the U.S. president and candidates and what they're saying. So uh, you can go over to in quotes, and here's John McCain, here's Barack Obama. What did they say about meta tags? Okay, just checking. <laughs> just checking. They didn't say anything about meta tags. What did they say about California? Hang on. Uh, we spend our time in a condominium in Washington, condominium in Phoenix, some time over here in the state of California, a place in northern Arizona. Uh, and Barack had nothing to say about California. <sighs> well, how about, did you say anything about Irvine? Because you guys came out here and talked. Oh, they didn't say anything about Irvine. Hmm. What do you want to know what they said about? Oh, well, let's just find out. What did they say about marriage? Here we go. Love and marriage, love and... He wants a one-man, one-woman marriage as a ballot measure to support the efforts of people of California to recognize America as a unique institution between a man and a woman. What?! Okay, sorry, I can't vote for him now. And then um, here's and, Obama saying he wants to repeal the Defense of Marriage Act. So. And Obama says, I think my strength is strong enough, my marriage is strong enough. Really? Wait, he wants to repeal that too? I kind of vote for somebody. guess I'll vote for Nader. Sorry, what? Ah, Nader! Nader! No. Repeal what now? Okay. No, no, no. All right, so wait. Now, so this is kind of neat. You can get the quotes, and you can see where the quotes are at. Uh, oh, 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 we have some new editors. So Matt yes, McGee, I should have put this into the parsing. Matt McGee has come on as our assignments editor. So he's going to be helping especially me and Barry with the daily news coverage to figure out what we blog about and who's going to write it up and pick up stuff with that. So he starts on Monday, which rocks. And uh, uh, Elizabeth Osmolowski is working with me again. Bye. She's my managing editor again. She's my managing editor again. That rocks. Well, congratulations. So, uh, wait, so, you got a yeah, person, didn't you? Uh, we do. Uh, Melissa Cormier, who is uh, our editorial assistant, who has been helping out, rocking along, getting all of our columnists and contributors together and bringing all the stuff in there. Because we have like 50 columnists. We have to get them all organized. So that's really cool. So that is nice. awesome. Congratulations. So, Thank Danny, you. I have a question for you. Yeah. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but sure. you know, we're running out of time. So have you felt the weakness in the display advertising market? I mean, you run a few properties that are fairly display oh. ad heavy. Uh, yes, it's all falling apart. I have to fire everybody now. Uh, no, uh-huh. not really. Not really. We don't have a whole lot of inventory, though. Like, I don't mean like we don't have enough inventory to sell. We carry six ads, right? Right. So, we so you're saying find. demand is higher than, or is high enough to to prevent you from from kind of feeling the effects of it yet? Yeah, I think we're fine. You know, we've we've yeah. we've, we've we haven't really had an issue with that. So, um, you know, websites, though, the way we're built, we have a website, and the website and the money that we earn off the website probably does not pay for the effort we put into the website. But then we also run conferences, and they help contribute to the overhaul, and we have our webcast that also contributes. So, you know, we have lots of different legs that we stand on. I like to think of them as a nuclear triad. Uh, We have the submarines with their missiles, and then the land-based missiles, and then the the other missiles, the ones that are on the car. The ones in the air. Yeah, so it's good. Yeah. It's good to be diversified in different things. So, uh, okay. Oh, with just two last things. Uh, Google tenth birthday coming up. 
like uh, they're going to probably celebrate it on Saturday the 27th. Uh, it was great because all the press when I started going out early, like, it's Google's 10th birthday because they registered their domain. Now they incorporated on the 7th, but then Google, for various reasons, decided that the 27th would be their official birth date. And so, excuse me, just in time for that, Sorry. Just in time for that, they have rolled out a uh, 10th birthday website, and you can go over and you can check out this whole little timeline to uh, see what, uh, what's happened over the past 10 years. And, uh, and it was really awesome because if you go to, like, 1998, like, the second thing listed was, like, my review. How cool is that? Awesome. I get to be on the Google timeline. That rocked. Congratulations. Yeah. Of course, it links to my old site. <laughs> 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 Gotta steal that content. Gotta put it up on my new site. Anyway. No, but it's really cool. So you can run through the whole timeline and see all the stuff there. Plus, they launched this project called 10 to the 100th. It's really hard. I don't know. Anyway, it's something with a lot of 10s. 10 to the 100th. And the idea is that um, you can go you through and you can suggest yeah. ideas to improve the world in various categories, and then they're going to go through pick finalists, and then they're going to fund, um, they're going to fund uh, some of these projects and try to improve the world, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. And uh, lastly, as a birthday present for Google, um, Interbrand has awarded them uh, a number 10 ranking for global brands based on the positive change in the value of the brand and so on. So Google, uh, top of it is Coca-Cola, which makes sense to me because, you know, I love Coke, right? Uh, and they've gone up 2% in their brand value. Then IBM is number two, right? Their brand value is like at uh, $59 million or billion or something like that. Microsoft is still up there, though. See, so you say Google's all powerful. No, 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 they're not. Microsoft's still number three. According to this uh, brand, their public Google just has data. a massive acceleration rate. Well, they have to have revenues outside country of origin, market-facing brand, and there's various criteria, stuff like that. So, like Walmart uh, doesn't get there because they're not global enough, uh, and but not under their brand. Anyways, Google, they're up from 20 in 2007 to 10 in 2008. So, they're doing all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> Carrie Hill's asking me about my uh, plate, so... If you didn't see, I did a post on, on Daggle because I put a picture of my Mini. Because I got a new Mini, right? We moved over uh-huh. here. And the new license plates came today, and I felt like um, I felt like Steve Martin in The Jerk going, the new license plates are here, the new license plates are here, right? Because I got um, a spin license plate for the car. So it's kind of That's quite adorable. It looks really nice, I think. If you, you see it, it looks really good. So I wonder if I could get anyway. like a license plate for my scooter that said SEO Moss. You probably couldn't, but you got to do it now because somebody's already ordering it. Never Don't. say those things before people do it. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oops. No, that's be good. You'll be all right. <laughs> all right, so that's the show. Um, thanks to all the listeners who've been hanging in there for the whole weekly format. Um, it's working better for me, like, as opposed to not doing it at all. <laughs> Hopefully it's working for you. Rand, thank you very much for being here. It is 530. My pleasure. You must go off to other things, and I appreciate you being there. And congratulations again. Oh, thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Very shortly. Me too. All right. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Yep. Bye-bye. The Daily Searchcast is produced and sponsored by WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Looking to boost your competitive edge, your bottom line, network with your peers? Keep it right here on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Listen live or on demand to our award-winning lineup of shows anytime. Hosted by the most respected names in the internet world. Hey, all you PPC geeks and geekettes. Want to learn the secrets of successful pay-per-click advertising? This is David Zatella inviting you to join me and my guests every week on PPC Rockstars, where we give up the deepest, darkest secrets about power advertising on Google AdWords, Yahoo Search Marketing, and Microsoft Ad Center. Join us every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Putting you in the front row with unprecedented access to everyone you need to know. Log on to webmasterradio.fm now.